You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X-Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X-Files today, Allison. Uh-huh. It's about fucking, oh. It's about fucking? It's about sex. It's about, oh, the bedroom tangle. <laughs> Bumping uglies. Just a little genital mambo. Mm. Just want to smash it. Ooh. Guys, there was some um, adult situations in this episode. Mm-hmm. Coming from both sides of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that. I don't know. You into it? Um. Let me guess. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of feelings. To be, you know what is a weird thing? I have a lot of feelings and thoughts and opinions about these episode, about this episode. Yeah. This episode? <laughs> Almost none of them are about Mulder and Skelly smashing. I know. So that's why <laughs> I thought I'd put the tiger on the table and yell at it right now up I think, front. I think that's why. Can I, like, mm, hmm? I liked the relationship between Mulder and Skelly better. In the previous episode? In the previous episode. That's fair. It felt way more natural. Yeah, the one, this, there was a lot of weird stuff going on with Scully, and yeah. I just, oof. Mm. I know a lot of people like this episode. Hey, we didn't. Mm. I feel like that's our shtick, though. Yeah, that's kind of our thing, is being contrarian. That, oh, I, some, some fan out there, X-Files fan, is like, oh, I really like this episode because they smashed, and then they tune into us and we're like, everything is wrong. Everything else is bad, you... and the smashing, just okay. <laughs> Why don't you read the Netflix description, and then we'll get started. Okay. This episode, season 11, episode 3, called Plus One. <laughs> get it? No. Following up on several deaths in which the victims were being stalked by their doppelgangers, Mulder and Skelly investigate the Poundstone twins. <laughs> Pound. <laughs> that's what they... So Mulder and Skelly... Hey, that's what they... Whose telepathic game of hangman using people's names proves deadly. Guys, it was so stupid. It was real... Yeah. It was real Ooh. stupid. Woof. Like, the mechanics of the deaths didn't make sense. No, it made absolutely no sense. They played the hangman to make a doppelganger i don't understand hey it was never explained (laughs) classic uh now i do have to point out we are doing this by candlelight because the power is out in my house yes and it's a very spooky basement we are in the basement it is dark we have a lantern i am fully spooked we have to go to the bathroom sometimes but we're gonna have to do that by candlelight i don't know just like scrooge did scrooge Wait. Hey, is Scrooge just the duck or is it the human guy too? What do you mean? You know Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck? Yeah, but then also from the Christmas Carol? Yeah, both. Both. Many. Okay, good, 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 good. Because good, I think good. the. Do you the, think he never had to shit by candlelight? Which one? McDuck? Both. Or the other? I, I mean, I think they 
both have money enough to like own their own substation, so probably not. Well, but Christmas Carol was like back in the olden days. Okay, and then what was the duck situation? Just nasty. <laughs> Just a nasty duck. Just like shitting by candlelight. You know what? Being a duck, they only have one hole, mm. and I wouldn't want to see that. No. So I'm. <laughs> the less light, the better. I would shut off the lights. I like this this situation better than this episode. Okay. So let's talk about this episode. Where do we start? At a rave. Mm-hmm. Now I have some background. This, this was not, Courtney. What? <laughs> this was not a rave. Rave? It was a, con- a music concert. There was teens, Allison. There were teens. And they were, may Mo- I say, high. They were moshing. They were shoving each other. There was a shitty new rock band. I saw someone with a candy necklace. <laughs> and the little soothers. <laughs> Glow sticks. Okay. Uh-huh. Fuzzy boots. Jinko jeans. <laughs> you so got a rave right there. Of- I'm convinced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, we're at a rave. I have some background info for you. Oh, please. This rave was supposed to take place at the Wise Hall. Oh, really? And, uh... I um know the owner of the Wise Hall, uh-huh. and the X-Files did not want to pay very much for okay. use of this hall, because all of their budget went to shutting down the Georgia Viaduct. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. So they filmed somewhere else, not the Wise Hall. Yeah, I couldn't tell what venue this was. It was probably something really bad. Okay. <laughs> In, like, Abbotsford. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's like a community center. It's like a Grange. <laughs> A grange? A grange. What's a grange? You don't know. Oh, like a grange is like a community center, but it was built by like, usually like farmers unions a long time ago. never heard of this concept in my entire life. <laughs> is it a New England thing? It must be because I. it's foreign to me. It's, it's like farmers unions got together and built like a union house and then we use them as like white halls and, and they, stuff And they now. called it a grange? A grange. You know, like the ZZ Top song. Okay. A bow, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Dude. It's singing about LaGrange. Okay. The place where they used to go and have raves. Uh-huh. Okay. Farmer raves. So our our young man uh, is high as I'll get out at this rave. Uh-huh. And he looks behind him and he sees his, himself. His twin. And his twin says, I'm you, but teenier. <laughs> Because he's more of a teen. Oh, I guess. Because he looks more sullen. He does. He sure does. Now, Allison, this is a very important life question. Uh huh. If you were to see your twin, what mm. would you do? My doppelganger? Uh huh. Fuck. <laughs> How did I know that was going to be your answer? <laughs> Allison, may I say, we've gotten a little predictable on this podcast. That's fair. Gosh. What would you do? I would. Ask them questions. Because I assume that the doppelganger has their own life. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, they're living their own life separately from you. Okay. Right? Yeah. But just as you, but maybe not with your name. Just uh-huh. not a, So I would kind of diagnose whose life is better. Mm-hmm. And if their life was better, I would kill them and replace them. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I'd probably do that after we fuck. <laughs> So in the afterglow, you're like, so how's your life? Yeah. Oh, real good? You're oh, a millionaire? Nice. Slit your throat. <laughs> Bye. Guess what? Right now. I'm the evil twin. <laughs> so, I don't know, twin hates other guys, so they go driving. Yeah. And the twin appears. Yep. And then 
He grabs the wheel and the, what's his name? Arky. Arky, like, keeps driving. Mm-hmm. Like, can't you just, like, just put the brakes put on Put the brakes on dude. Like, dude. <laughs> That's how cars work, right? <laughs> or, like, pull the emergency brake. Yeah. Something. Do a sick turnaround. Do a drift. Ooh, drift. Yes. Virginia drift. <laughs> No, that's something else. Oh, boy. That's a sex move. Didn't you know that? What is it? It's when you're, like, falling asleep. So if you're a person with a penis, it just kind of... (laughs) It just kind of drifts. It just ends up in different places. Okay. Because you can't aim. I see. I'm concerned. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So Arky Seavers is driving this car, and his twin has the wheel, and uh, he crashes... (laughs) Whoa. Allison? What? Is his twin Jesus? <laughs> I guess so, because he took the, the wheel. It's <laughs> oh. spooky. It's spooky. Our jokes are all haunted. Uh-huh. Um, and what happens to him? It, he flies out the windshield, because sure this does. car is, I guess, a pre-1989 model. And doesn't beep every time you don't put on your seatbelt? Well, no. In 1989, that's when airbags were standardized. Oh. And I assume if there was an airbag, it probably would have prevented but him from flying, flying out, out the, windshield. the windshield in such a perfect little launch pattern. Yeah, he he went right through, but he didn't keep going. No, he just weird. was kind of like keeled over the hood. That's weird. Anyway... We have the do 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 do's. Yes, the do 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 do's. And then there was the truth is out there, yeah. but it was doubled. Doubled because in this episode had two people doppelgangers that looked alike. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris Carter. Oh, Chris Carter, you cad. Oh, mm, you. <laughs> um, can I can I tell you something that irked me? Yeah, absolutely. In Vancouver, there's a lot of people who worked on the X Files, mm-hmm. and um, I sat with one of them in in, in a in a car recently mm-hmm. okay uh and i i mentioned how i do a podcast about the x-files and how we trash it <laughs> and this person looked very concerned they told me how um lovely chris carter was okay well that's nice and i'm like that's not the point you can be a good person and still do harmful things and then i stayed on my phone for the rest of the ride <laughs> good call okay oh look allison mm-hmm Mulder and Scully. We liked them as a pair. Yeah. Last episode, this episode, they're back into their very stilted conversations. Yeah. Uh, and I don't... And Scully always whispers. Yeah, which is weird. Which is weird. I don't know if they're like, shh, 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 shh. Jillian. Shh. Keep it down. Chris is sleeping. <laughs> if you talk louder, we have to pay you more. Shh. <laughs> so... They go to the jail. Yeah. Um, and Mulder has this line. Okay. Where he says something about, he says something about Arky Seavers, like, being drunk. Well, he's probably drunk when he drove into this tree. And he says, you know, I just say that old bromide that you shouldn't let kids drive cars or whatever. And I, did, okay, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to this sentence because all I heard was the word bromide. Okay. Um, and what that, what that means in the context, he's saying it. Is it's um like a like a turn of phrase. Okay. But I only know one use of the word bromide. What? And that is from the anime video game Lunar Silver Star Story. <laughs> what the fuck, Allison? <laughs> Which is a game that my brothers used to play. 
And in the game, you could collect bromides of the different characters. Now, in this context, bromide is from the Japanese word uh, bromido, which means like a glossy photo of a celebrity. So it's just like, it's like a headshot. Or a publicity photo. Oh, it's like what you collect in Animal Crossing when you're best friends with someone. They send you a picture. Yes. But Uh? in Lunar Silver Star Story and its sequel, Lunar 2 Eternal Blue. (laughs) Lunar 2 Eternal Blue. These pictures, Courtney? What? They're kind of sexy. Are they? They're a little bit sexy. Are they? (laughs) So I was a child. Picture me, a child. Uh Um, my brothers... Allison, I do every day. Okay. My brother's playing this video game, collecting these sort of sexy bromides, and me being like, what's this? I'm interested. The whisper of a boob? Oh, were they all ladies? They were in the first game, in Silver Star Story, yes, they are all ladies, but then in Lunar 2 Eternal Blue, there were some of dudes. And some of them are very demure, and they are like... Publicity photos, but some are like, the girls are in bed covered by a thin sheet. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like top boob, you get a little top Yeah, boob. you get some top, you get some side, you get some bottom. You get some side? Mm-hmm. You get some bottom? Uh-huh. What but kind of game was this? What's more. Yes. In. <laughs> what's more? In Lunar 2 Eternal Blue, uh-huh. there were bath cutscenes. <laughs> Did your parents know about this game? I doubt it. But you could unlock, there was a spa called, uh, I think, Athena's Spa or something like that. And when you went to it, there was a girl's side and a boy's side. And you go to the different sides and you'd see these, like, saucy, like, blink and you'll miss it cutscenes <gasps> panning over these nude anime bodies. And what's funny is... Allison! So this was a game where there was the gameplay and then there were also a lot of, like, animated cutscenes. Yeah. But all the animated cutscenes were on a second disc. So you would get to the spa, and it would say, insert disc two. And you would know, mm, I'm about to see just a whisper of a titty. And you're like, well, my dick is out now. <laughs> I don't, my brothers are here? It's really weird. <laughs> Three dicks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, Allison, this is very interesting to me. And mm-hmm. you've, al- you've almost sold uh, me on this game. What is the actual g- gameplay? Is uh, it like... It's like a Final Fantasy-style RPG. So they're fighting each other with swords? Yes. Is there monsters? Yes. Oh, but they're also at the spa. Are the monsters sexy? Well, some of the villains are sexy. You know those little, like, kind of anime bodysuits where it's like a thin piece of metal, like, curves around to cover the nip? Do I ever. Because that was one of the main villains, and it was Mm. like, oh, a sexual awakening. Yes, please. (laughs) I would like to talk to your two brothers about this. <laughs> they will not remember this. <laughs> it, it, I you don't, don't think so? I don't think it held as much of a place in their, like, sexual, <laughs> sexual awakening. As it did for me. But, like, oh. especially not playing the game yourself, but then having to be like, hey, do you go, you gonna go, you gonna, you going to the, going to the spa? <laughs> at dinner. At dinner. You're sitting at dinner. Your fingers trembling. Like, uh, Brian? <laughs> Later after d- dinner? Can we play, can we play the game? <laughs> please, please. <laughs> and then if they were like going to rent a game from Blockbuster. Yeah. I'd be like, what are you, what are you renting? What are you going to rent? You going to rent Lunar Silver Star Story? You going to rent Lunar 2 Eternal Blue? What are you, <laughs> what are you going to play tonight? Huh? 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 Can I watch? I just can't. I could see you at Blockbuster, like them bringing out like, I don't know, Ratchet and Clank. And you're like, oh, I don't Clank a dick. 
the best story. Thank you. I knew you would like that. That made this whole situation a lot better. <laughs> now let's get to the bad stuff. I want to watch a Let's Play after this, by the way. Okay. And our dicks can fully be out. Yeah, perfect. Okay, cool. Uh, the jail. They go to a jail. And they talk to Anarchy? Arch- Archie Seavers. Archie. That's such That's a, a stupid, bad name. Bad name. And he's like, uh, I had DUIs. That's why I'm in jail. But there was another guy. Mm-hmm. And then Mulder f- gets on this fucking, like, I know exactly what has happened. Yeah. Um, As always. And this is really, oh, gosh. Lazy, 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 lazy writing. Mm-hmm. When they go to the hospital. Uh-huh. And they're talking about all these deaths with a doctor. Uh-huh. Correct? And they're like... Oh, yeah, all these suicides have happened recently in the area, and a lot of patients have been coming in, talking about they they see themselves. And Mm. then, like, unbeknownst to anyone, Mulder stops in front of just a random door. Yeah. And is like, oh, this person is interesting to me, and I think they're involved. Yeah, absolutely. And then he's right. And then then he's right, because they're the killer. You know what gets me about this whole episode? What? It's just to take a step back from the minutia for a second. Okay. Like, the only thing that I could think about, they're like, oh, well, we're going to go to Virginia to check this out. It's like, you literally just saw how the world ends? And y'all are rocking up to bumfuck Virginia? I like, heard something weird's going on. Like, call the fucking Ghostbusters and let them handle it. There's a fucking jizz virus. Yeah, that's really weird. I can't. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The first episode. I can't watch a full episode about you like, oh, people are being killed by their doppelganger. The world's gonna end. Someone offered you, like, a seat on a spaceship to live forever. (laughs) We're past this. (laughs) Oh, I guess that's cool. Let's worry about ourselves. Even though, like, Scully even mentions the world is gonna end. Yeah, it's like, okay, so who gives a fuck about this? I would be like, bye. This is like the biggest fucking up of dramatic tension I've ever seen in my life. Like, there isn't any. Because it's not linear. It's Well, it's a very vaguely linear plot line, but they don't... Well, this brings me back to the problem that I had with the, the season 10. It's yes. just like, nothing matters. Nothing matters. The rules? There's no rules. Drew Carey's in the corner like, nah, I'll give you some points. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it's real stupid. Yeah. I don't know. We, we, we've we talked till our faces are blue and our balls about, like, fucking linear plot lines. Totally. And it, just, and it feels like Chris <laughs> Carter has done it a little bit. Like, each episode has been a little bit referential to the one before I it. just felt like I had to mention it because, like, watching this, I felt like I was going out of my mind. <laughs> you did too. Yes. Um, okay, so tell me about uh, Baby Judy. Little okay, Ju- little Judy. Do, have we seen this person before? Yes, we have. Do you Her know where? Eyes are very haunting. She was in an episode of the X Files. Have we we've seen the episode? Yeah? We've seen the episode. Do you want to guess? Yeah. Um. Oh, was she in like makeup? A lot of heavy makeup. Was she in the one with the baby coming out of the ground? Yes. What's it called? Home. Home. Was she in Home? Yeah. She was the mom. She was the mom. Yeah. She's under the bed. She wheeled she, out. She said, ah. Her eyes are very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was, okay. A lot of people on Twitter have been like, give her this this actress I've... of Emmy. 
I feel like it was a little like the the little Judy stuff was okay, but I felt like the Chucky stuff was just super overwrought. It was super. It was like very drag king. It like, was it was very drag king. Um, as a drag king, I can point <laughs> out. I mean, which is good, but maybe not like an X Files. It was not an X Files. It was kind of okay. Let's again take another. I got a whole room full of tigers, Allison. Okay, and I got a real big table. <laughs> Okay. Let them fight it out. <laughs> this is an episode when you break it down about men- mental illness. Yeah. Correct? Absolutely. You are making the villain someone who has been diagnosed or suffers from mental illness. Uh-huh. And they are, number one, the, they are the villain. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's shitty. And that's something yes. that keeps happening and it, ha- it shouldn't happen in 2017. I don't care how fucking lazy you are as a writer. Number two, the fact that they're kind of kooky mm-hmm. makes it even worse. Yes, absolutely. And it's like, this is like, this is the X-Files classic shtick, right? Yeah. But it's fucking 2018 and I'm over it. I'm super over it. And like, it's not just that the, the villain is mentally ill, but it's like the whole culture surrounding that mental illness, like from the dialogue of the nurses yeah, to the doctor that really led Mulder me. and Skelly there who said, ooh, I, you want to go talk to her? I don't know. I'd steer clear. It's like, yeah. that's a patient. You can't say that shit. Yeah. One of the nurses at one point, like Scully is going in and she's like, oh, are you going to come in and help me? And they're like, nope. Yeah, it's like, she just flung shit at me. Okay, well, it's like your job to do something about that. Not that, I we know that nurses work very, very hard, and sometimes they do not want to deal with literal shit on the walls, but I don't know, it's just really derogatory. Also, like, the whole, the whole element of trying to, like, quote-unquote, diagnose little Judy is really frustrating because they say so many different words that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. They they throw out schizophrenia, they say split personality, they say so many different things that ultimately don't really mean anything or aren't usually like comorbid and so it's it's frustrating because it paints a picture that's very different from reality it's this i and no wonder this is I, this is if you if i didn't know i would know this is a chris carter yeah episode absolutely. If, if, without without even looking because he tends to use the spooky mental illnesses that we don't know much about but chris yeah. we know a lot about them now yeah know, hey we know a lot so if, in case you needed us to find what's shitty about this episode it is that yep and that's the shitty part and you i and if you came out of that episode fucking loving it because your two favorite characters fucked cool but you need to back off a little bit and realize that it's just perpetuating a really shitty thing that we see a lot in still in media today well and that's the frustrating thing is that like a lot of early x-files episodes not just played into but also contributed to this fucked up zeitgeist of like mentally ill villains like they they weren't just a part of it they were a very central part of it yeah so then to come back in 2018 and still be pulling the same shit like and beyond the fact that it's harmful it's just not even interesting you could have done the same story with them with little judy not in a hospital yeah just she's in an apartment she's a she's a working class girl she just has a creepy brother who's a drag king yeah without like yeah right you don't. Ha- you can take the mental illness, the nurses, absolutely out of it. They can just be a creepy person. Yeah, and then it doesn't contribute to this. Like, that's it. We rewrote the episode and made it better, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you don't need the hospital setting. No, it contributed. It doesn't, to it doesn't nothing. legitimize anything. Anything. 
Like, and it delegitimizes experiences that people genuinely have every day. Especially people with schizophrenia. Yeah. Who are, you know what? Probably watching this episode and like, oh, well, that's real shitty. Well, I feel very bad about myself. Exactly. So, yeah, just take it out of the hospital. You don't need it. It's a crutch. Chris Carter, it's a fucking crutch and you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, or, I don't know what you need. Who knows what you need? Um, kick in the butt? A kid, big butt kick. Now let's get to this fucking molar Scully relationship stuff. Where Scully sleeps in uh, full-length black silk pajamas. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. <laughs> I'm not shaming that because I'm going to Oh, it's go, a hot look. I'm going to go to Lisenza and buy myself one of those. <laughs> but the kind of creepiness of, and it's not, one could say it's like playfulness of Oh, there's only one bed? Yeah. Oh, it reads like a fan fiction, you guys. Yeah, it really, it really does. Because, like, so many fan fictions are based on that exact premise. I think so. Yeah. You think Chris is reading some? Like, Probably. Which is okay. Like, if you write stuff like that, that's cool. But you're not paid by fucking Fox millions of dollars <laughs> to write. You know what I mean? Yeah, get a little uh, get a little creative on us, Chris. Uh, I don't know. And Mulder was kind of a creep. Yeah. Oh, he. I got creep vibes from him Did this you? whole episode. Yeah. Just standing over the bed is <laughs> like, and it's not like it's not like it just was intentionally creepy. Like it was meant to be creepy. Yeah. It, it wasn't felt, sexy. It was not sexy. It wasn't sexy. If I wake up and someone's standing over my bed, they get a karate chop to the throat, regardless oh my of why God. they're there. I've I've been in that situation where I wake up and there's someone standing in front of my bed, and it is my partner, and I scream. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. Gosh. Um, do you want to talk about Chucky? Yeah, so this is how we get to Chucky. Archie hangs himself, or his doppelganger hangs him in his cell, which, I mean, is stupid for a couple reasons. One, because if he's awaiting trial, he's not wearing his own clothes, and also he's unlikely to have a belt with him. But, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> Just random. Just random. Uh, so the one of the people who worked at the jail where Archie hanged himself or was hanged by himself whatever you prefer um is a gentleman named chucky and Mulder goes to chucky's house to check out what the situation is which is which is where he finds out that chucky is little judy's brother yeah a twin and he also has a wall covered in these hangman drawings uh okay i have a question mm-hmm. why why was arky picked out to be Killed. No idea. Was it that Chucky saw him get through the system because he had a couple DUIs? Could be. Okay. Is he, wait, is this like a Dexter situation? Could be. I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs> Lots of things are possible. Lots of things are possible. <laughs> Doesn't mean any of them happens. Anything is permitted. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I kind of cleared that up. Did you? Because no. I don't think you did. Uh-uh. I want to go to Evil Judy. Evil? Evil? Okay. Other, other I Judy? will say one thing about the scenes in Chucky's house, and uh-huh. that is that the music is a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Mark Snow. It's a lot. Hey, you scamp. <laughs> We're going to talk about you later. I do also want to say another thing about Chucky. Yeah. Speaking of Drag King's Mr. Poundstone mm-hmm. is the best drag king name I have ever heard. That's extremely good. Right? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I want to steal it. Also, like Chuck Poundstone. Chuck Poundstone. 
I'm stealing it. That's, That's my new. Now. It's mine. I kind of. I'm into it. I mean, I'm digging that look though. Yeah. The okay. Slick back hair. The and look the is very good. The look is very. No good. No one's saying the look isn't amazing. <laughs> the whole steez, I love it. Just the the context is not great. Yeah. Can we go to the? Let's talk about Evil Judy. Okay. So this is where you have the nurses are be like, I don't fucking want to go in there. Yep. And. This is what really upset me um, about the choices that, again, Chris Carter is making about female autonomy. Mm -hmm. And I know... Okay, so Judy says about how Scully is half of a woman because she's old and dried up and can't have kids anymore. Number one, that's really... That's the shittiest thing Mm -hmm. because you're connecting female value to having a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. What is the worst thing is I think that's a springboard for what happens with Scully oh, and Mulder. Absolutely, it is meant to be, yes. So it's almost as if Scully feels like having a hard time with her female identity, and then Chris Carter, the male writer, and the male writers of the room, like, wrote it so in order to help her female identity she goes and fucks molder uh-huh and that is gross it's very deeply unsettling it's very bad that's very bad yeah because it's still like even in you know what ultimately should be a storyline about her and her feelings it still really isn't about her because guess what if you were a person who is breaking down your partner so they feel worthless so they'll have sex with you that's fucking abuse right yeah i mean Mulder wasn't the one saying No Mulder wasn't no i know but it, it almost feels like chris is breaking down scully so she oh yeah gets absolutely Mulder. would she regularly i don't know i don't know if they have sex on the reg yeah this is like not glenn morgan like, it feels like it's not Glenn Morgan. Well, that's the thing. Like, in Glenn Morgan's episode, I feel like those characters would fuck. Uh, they would fuck all the time. In this episode, I don't know. Because their reaction, especially at the hotel front desk, was really weird. And they're not real people in this episode. They're not real people. They are They are not human beings. No. No, they're robots. The Glenn Morgan universe is a much different universe than this And it's universe. one that I greatly prefer. Yeah. But that, okay, so that's my, that's my that's dish a, yeah, on the fucking. Yeah, a very good, very good point. Yeah, okay. Um, so Evil Judy is throwing pudding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mulder says, you got some scoot in your boot. Ugh. <laughs> that's awful. And then I barf. <laughs> hey, friends, if anyone tells you you have a scoot in your boot, don't fuck them. <laughs> or oh, go, go open up the boot of your car and pull out a scooter. You're in England, mate. <laughs> I'm very tired. (laughs) Okay, what's next? Uh, Did we cover Evil Judy flinging pudding? Yeah. And then the bread pills? No, we didn't talk about the bread pills. Okay, so she has... stupid bread pills? It's very... Oh my gosh, I could not. Do the bread pills. Uh, So, um, as Scully is... uh, Oh no, this is later with Good Judy, isn't it? I don't fucking care. Just talk about the bread pills, my dude. (laughs) So Scully goes to talk to Good Judy, little little Judy, um, and... She says, I take these pills that keep me safe. And she pulls them out of her bosom. And then Scully goes outside and the nurses say, oh, yeah, we give her bread. And she turns them into those pills. And Scully's like, oh, what? Okay. And then the nurses are like, but we take them every day just in case. What? What's going on? What? First of all, I feel like we're both like the Julia Louis-Dreyfus, like, veep gif of her just being like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
Wait, is this real life? <laughs> First of all, how do you make bread into those shiny little pills? I don't know. What kind of bread are you giving? Wonder. And the nurses are like playing into it? Yeah, it's super weird and unprofessional. And I just, it made the whole thing made me deeply uncomfortable. Bread pills. Also, if you say dookie six times, it's funny. <laughs> Why do they keep saying dookie? It wasn't poo-poo. No, it was pudding. Dookie brand pudding? Yeah. Oh. New from Double X Files. <laughs> no, Billy, Billy Ray Armstrong has his fucking <laughs> hands in that one, right? Yep. His name is Billy Ray. No. No, Billy, Billy Joe. G, Billy Joe Armstrong. From Green Day. From the Green Day. Uh-huh. Who wrote the album Dookie. Yes. Then that was the joke uh-huh. that I said with uh-huh. my human mouth. I'm totally lost in this plot at this moment in time. But Allison. Yeah. The sword collection. Okay. Yeah. So Dean, first of all, Dean fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, Let's just clean that up right now. I don't now. care about him at all. John and Dusted, he's hitting on this waitress. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's a joke. This behavior's Okay. Yeah, that was weird. It's deeply awful and bad. Um, and then, so he sees his doppelganger, and he tries to get Mulder and Scully to help him. And at this point, I realized that Scully's beliefs in this episode are super inconsistent. Yeah. Because when she's talking to little Judy, she's like, now, if you're doing something psychically, just tell me what it is. And then when she's talking to Dean, she's like, Dean, it's all in your head. Just calm down and you'll yeah. be fine. So it's like, it doesn't, it's not linear and it doesn't make any sense. Um, she, it's just like really inconsistent. Anyways, back to Dean. Um, back to this shit. So munch. <laughs> Dean goes to his house and he throws out all of his weapons. <laughs> he gets rid of all of the tools and he gets rid of all his guns in his giant gun locker and he just puts them on the street. And then he goes into his house and this is where I laughed for a full minute. <laughs> because he comes down into his living room after he's just gotten rid of all the weapons in his house and he has four giant glass cases full of swords. And I was like, what? It's his sword collection, Alice. He's the living embodiment of that tarot meme of like the guy coming home twisted with loads of swords and then waking up the next day and realizing what he's done. <laughs> He went to the night market and he was just, he just had too much uh, spiral potatoes. He was just riding that weeb high. They're called hurricane fries. I don't think we could say that or we have to pay them. TM, TM, TM. Uh, Yeah, man. I laughed so hard. I was like, holy shit. I don't know. Hey, I don't know what I feel about sword people. Sword people? Yeah. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Sword people. My brothers wanted to be sword people. Oh, gosh. I could feel that in my bones. <laughs> I know one of your brothers very well. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like you're glorifying, especially those Japanese swords. Yeah. And it's like, culture. when I was a teen and I was heavily into Lord of the Rings, I flirted with the idea of becoming a sword person. <laughs> What is that, like, fantasy swords? Yeah, like, fantasy swords. I'm okay with fantasy like, swords. Like, glamdring. I, if you have a batleth on your, like, fucking mantle right now, I'm cool with you. Yeah, 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 But, yeah. like... But, like, oh, yeah. Samurai swords? Because then it's like, I'm a lawyer, and I will buy the code of the samurai. And I use all this money to buy these swords that were probably taken from soldiers in World War II because the United States has more samurai swords from Japan than any other country in the world. Did you know that? No. Yeah. That's... Wow. More Japanese ancient samurai swords are held on U.S. property than any other country because after World War II, when you surrender, you surrender your family swords. That's fucking buck wild. <laughs> and there's a huge collection in the Smithsonian American History Museum right now. 
or when I went. And they just like fuse them all together into a piece of metal art that says like "Don't fucking try us." And <laughs> no, it's a, it's actually it's actually a a throne. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. A little bit of history for you there, wank. So I think it's bad. You said wink, but it sounded like wank. That's all. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a little Freudian slip for y'all. Now I will say that this man uh, decapitates himself vis-a-vis a doppelganger, um, and uh, when the police come to get him, uh, there is arterial spray on both corners. Maybe they scissored. <laughs> you know. <laughs> With the swords, Allison! <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any GD sense. Because there's none on the carpet between these two no. walls. It's just on the two walls. Uh-uh. And you, there, I, that, there's no way that that would happen. I also have to back up because him carrying a fucking load of swords in his fucking razor sharp swords in his hands and then cutting himself. Is oh like, my God. I can't hold all these limes. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> anyway, he's dead. His head is on the fucking carpet. Yeah. Good head work though. Okay. So, uh, the fucking Allison, can you hold me? <laughs> oh my god so scully feels bad about herself because of what evil judy said yeah Ugh. Uh, i guess maybe she's spooked too i understand I if you're spooked i don't think because th- you know what i get being little spoon i like it yeah it no, there's nothing wrong cool. with little spoon well nothing wrong with um little spoon. so Mulder holds her and they start to talk <laughs> yes and they talk about what's gonna happen when we get old uh-huh and then scully says something that made me Pause the show so I could groan aloud for five minutes. Uh, she says to Mulder, what if we lose our jobs? <laughs> Scully, the universe is going to explode like, with virus jizz. Number like, one, I don't understand how you still have jobs. <laughs> Do you? It doesn't maybe. seem like it. Who knows? It's very confusing. Two, like, I... I don't know if this is Chris Carter trying to be relevant to kids today who are genuinely worried about, like, their their economic welfare in these trying times. But also, like, come on. These people, they're, like, they're in their 50s. <laughs> yeah, you're close to retirement, right? Well, yeah, and then Scully's like, oh, what, we be, we're going to have to retire soon. It's like, in this economy? No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I assume FBI agents get... Well taken care of. Yeah, I just, it felt like all of their concerns were so meaningless. Because they're fucking old people who are the generation above us who don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't have the same shits to give as we do. Like, don't, don't even try and convince me that Scully didn't start feeding into a 401k the minute she joined the bureau. <laughs> she got a couple TFSAs on the side. Yeah. Uh, the- you know Mulder's got a shit ton of Bitcoin? Oh, God, he does, don't yeah. he? He's got Ethereum. He's got those banana bucks. He's all over it. Banana bucks? Yeah, I saw it this morning. It's this new kind of this new kind of Bitcoin or cryptocurrency that's like tied to the price of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is so buck wild. Yeah, that's why Mulder loves it. How about Doge coins? Are they still a thing? Ah, probably. I, I don't hope know. so. I want to buy a muffin with Doig. Doig, Doig. coins. Uh, Doig. <laughs> Uh, I also have to mention during this part, Mark Snow oh my God. has a soundboard. 
in which he has programmed just a real good do 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 sting. Yeah, but kind of slow. It's <laughs> really and a little sensual. <laughs> One might think it was too much. I will also say, Skelly, when they're talking about having kids, Skelly says, um, my first kid was a miracle. And it's like, you had two children. Emily? You had had two children. I guess it didn't come out of her? I don't know. I don't know how we stand with Emily. I don't... Well, she died. So that's where I stand. Maybe? I don't know. Her first kid was a miracle. Uh, Okay, yeah, wasn't... Okay. All of... Scully's ovum is gone. Yeah, because it's in Mulder's pocket. <laughs> still, they're still rotting away in Mulder's gross. pocket. That's real gross. And then Mulder says, well, I don't want to be too presumptuous, but you are a woman of science. So... <laughs> gross. Gross. I guess, like, in vitro, yeah. but, like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Also, I don't think Mulder knows other people no he doesn't literally doesn't know anyone else and if he met anyone else they would run away Scully has the fear of like Mulder meeting someone else I don't think that is gonna happen no ever anyways they fuck they fuck Mm -hmm. it's probably like wait mm, Mm -hmm. on a it's on the couch right yeah it's probably like ooh really awkward yeah very bouncy no magic fingers no magic (laughs) fingers No monorailing. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely no foreplay. No, whatsoever. not at all. Just this like, guy? Mm, none. Mm, nope. Nah, uh Give him some kissing. No lube. So No lube. You they didn't bring lube. They didn't bring lube. <laughs> oh, no, they didn't bring lube. There's no vending machine outside. So no lube, no, no foreplay. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's not going to be a great experience. <laughs> I guess, like, Scully's like, because of that, down talk to Judy, Scully doesn't think she deserves lube. Oh, God. Scully, you deserve lube, girl. Scully, we all deserve lube. We all deserve as much lube as you can fucking take. Is that our 2018 motto? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We all deserve lube? We all just deserve some lube. I don't know, man. Lube your life? Twenty eighteen lube your life. <laughs> Just slip right through twenty eighteen into twenty nineteen. Twenty eighteen, because you deserve it. <laughs> twenty eighteen, you deserve it. And that could be taken both ways, right? Yeah. That could be taken like, you know what? Yeah. Get an extra squirt, a little pump of lube, you deserve it. Or, you know what, you're a fucking shithead. You deserve it. Oh. Huh? Okay. Whatever your kind of style is. What kind of is, you know, if you're a bad person, you deserve bad things. But not sexual violence. Oh, are we only talking about sex? I was not sure. Okay. Me, maybe we'll table that. We'll table that one. Hey, tigers, take this. <laughs> We're still working on We're it. We're still working that on it. That one's for you, tigers. I like the lube one. I like, yeah. You deserve, you deserve it. We all deserve lube. Uh-huh. I got some right now. <laughs> pump, pump. Okay. Uh, uh, after they fuck, there's not really a lot that happens. No, there is a lot that happens, Allison. Oh, Allison. Okay, walk me through it. Mulder goes to the washroom with... Hey, Mulder fucks with a tank top on. 
don't know how I feel about that. I feel uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I know, though, you know what? One of my favorite things on the male body is tank top, no pants. Or, like, shirt, no pants. Okay, but is there underwear? No. None. Nothing. Nothing down below. Okay, I'm sorry. You're telling me that your favorite male ensemble yeah. is the Winnie the Pooh. Can I tell you why? Please. Okay, I don't want to say male. I want to say people People with penises. Yeah. Because I think it's adorable. Because <laughs> Yeah, the Winnie the Pooh. Because you have a shirt. Yeah. And if you're a person with a penis, just a little, little, little tip is just going to be poking out of the bottom it's a long shirt you're wearing right yeah i love it okay it's humorous it's like a scrooge night shirt kind uh-huh. of situation but maybe a crop i'm really into doll duckstees <laughs> yeah clearly i just like it just a but little... with, with donald duck it's a corkscrew <laughs> yeah it's real long i just like the little beepuses okay just poking out fan of the ween got it uh-huh Sometimes. Just in that case, personally. I love it. It's cute. I love it. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Picture Mulder. Okay. And his weenus. Oh, I don't Sticking out really from his tank top. I don't want to. He is probably circumcised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. He's he's leaning over to the the mirror, which means his penis tip is just gracing the edge of that counter just sliding across <laughs> i'm gonna yards you gotta clean your junk right i don't want to hear about Mulder's anyway junk. it's just oh guys it's just glancing off this table <laughs> i'm so viscerally upset by it's this just being wiped there's no lube oh. right so it's just like Real crusty. (laughs) Anyway, that's happening. And then there's a second molder that just comes out of the bushes like Homer Simpson. Like, behind him. And it was very funny. But that one's uncircumcised. (laughs) He just has a lot more fun. (laughs) And he brings his own lube. Yeah. He's like, hey, did you guys need lube? Uncircumcised. Just bathtubs just full of it. Oh, yeah, we forgot to say. Well, Scully and Mulder were fucking... Scully's doppelganger was just there. Just watch it. We'd be like, oh, girl, you could do so much fucking better. Hey, you deserve lube. Hey, girl, have you heard of monorailing? <laughs> Give it a shot. That's a solo venture. You don't need no man. <laughs> you might like it better. <laughs> you will like it better. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Okay, that's Buckwild. And then Mulder goes to see Chucky, but Mulder's doppelganger is there. Uh-huh. And then they fight. And then same same with, no, Skelly eats the bread pills because what? 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 Okay. And then she goes to see little Judy, and little Judy's already dead. Yeah. So the whole thing is the brother and sister are arguing over mm-hmm. who to kill. Because one of them has a crush on Skelly and one has a crush on Mulder. Crush? Chris Carter wrote this episode. Is that it? Crushes? Well, they're joking that the other one has a, and then it turns into oh, like the reason okay. that they try to okay. kill the other. Yeah. So they hate each other and they just kill each other. They yeah. hang man each other. Which means, which brings us to the point, Allison, did Mulder and Scully actually perpetuate this plot in any way? Maybe? Oh, like, did they have anything to do with it? Yeah. Well, just their, like, existence that kind of, like, was what propelled the brother and sister I to guess. actually kill each other. But, but, but the, uh, in terms of, like, investigation? Yes. No. And they're dead, and then I guess it's solved. Case solved. That's, it's over, and then 
Scully is like, okay, go, let's go to bed now. And Mulder's like, cool. And then he goes through the other room and then Scully's like, but maybe. And then she walks over the door and opens it and he's just standing there. Courtney, how long do you think he would have stood there for? So long. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if if Scully hadn't opened the door, there would have just been a... Oh no! Just making his own loop. Uh, also, there's a fucking Mark Snow with the fucking soundboard. Ugh! Wow! 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 Chicka! Wow! <laughs> oh my god, that's a hundred percent it. Right? Awful. Very bad. Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I rate it on a spooky scale. One is I will never s- wait. Well, I will have a very good nap. Five is I'll never sleep. Hey, Allison, I'm yeah. going to rate this a three. Okay. Because I after I watched this, I went upstairs. Our power went out, and everything was dark and spooky. Mm-hmm. And I was scared there was going to be a spooky Courtney twin <laughs> in the room next to me. Just with, like, some free lube samples? <laughs> I mean, that would be nice. If I, would, nice. I like that plot. Like, you see your doppelganger, but they're just there to offer you free lube. But they're there to help you. Yeah. Or, like, they have, like, a bowl of prophylactics. Wow. Okay. Just, like, everyone's but doppelganger then, works at a sexual health clinic. But then I'm like, are you trying to get me to smash with me? No, no, no. They're not trying to... I mean, that the option's always going to be on the table with the tigers. <laughs> but they're just there to help. Okay. Well, like I guess you're, so. you're getting into it. You're in the backseat of a Chevy. And you're like, oh, shit, we don't have any lube. You hear a knock at the window. It's your doppelganger. It's got three different kinds. <laughs> hey, what's up? You roll down the window. You want water base? You want silicone? What can I get you? Can you need some vibes to help you out? You want it flavored? Like, whatever. <laughs> I can make it happen. I'm you, but better. <laughs> I'm you, but I have many different lubes. <laughs> I'm you, but I'm so prepared. Wow. Okay, you've sold me. I yeah. like this. What do you rate? Uh, I read on a rage scale, it goes from one, which means this is a fucking amazing episode, TV Hall of Fame, to um, My Struggle 3, which is to date the worst episode that we've watched. Uh, and I'm going to give this, remember how numbers work, <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven. It was bad. Yeah, I didn't it like bad. it. I didn't like it. Mental health issue, Scully degrading, being degraded. Yeah. The only thing I liked was the fucking swords gag. <laughs> That was a very good Which was extremely gag. good. <laughs> what? That, that sword gag brought it up two points. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Good sword gag. Now, the director was not Chris Carter. It was a new guy. Yes. Oh, he had, he had directed on season 10. Was it? Okay. Yeah. He, I mean, I didn't have a lot of beefs with him. No, I had no beef. Um, But, because the sword gag was very good. Yeah. But Chris Carter had many beefs. Allison, yeah. it's time for a personal X-File. Sweet. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get affected, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. This is from Matthew. Oh, okay. Matthew came to our the season 11 premiere mm-hmm. and was very lovely and wrote down this hometown X-File for our contest. Excellent. It is one that I think you will enjoy. Okay. Personally. I picked it out just for just for you. Okay. This happened at SFU. Oh, interesting. I live in a residence at SFU in a staff apartment. Ooh, so maybe he's staff. Mm. Uh, my, ooh, the clues. 
At one time, I thought that the apartment was haunted. Mm. Mm. Often I returned to have uh, to find that lights were left on, that were off, or, or the, the toilet, toilet would flush randomly. Oh my god. Ooh. Or I'd see shadows on the wall throughout the rooms at night. Ooh. Now, okay. This ghost. Yeah. If it's taking dookies in the toilet, <laughs> I want it to flush. Yeah. Right? I don't want to walk in there and see a bunch of ghost shit in the toilet. <laughs> Ew, it probably smells real bad, too. Okay. So one day, this is where it gets, hey, Allison, this is where it gets buck wild. Okay. So one day, I called the ghost out. Oh, shit. I said, listen, I'm cool with you being here, but I pay the rent, so you have to share the space with me. If you're okay with that, leave me a sign. Oh, shit. The next day, I woke up and found that every poster in my house was hanging off the wall by only the top two corners. After that, all the strange activity stopped. I guess we struck an accord. Oh, my God. Ghost deal. Allison, ghost deal, ghost roommate. I love it. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Ghost roommate, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're totally watching you fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not part of the deal? Well, that, no, see, that's actually part of the elaborate messaging system uh, for your doppelganger. (laughs) Oh, tell me about that. Okay, so the ghosts in your apartment that you share your apartment with are watching you fuck. Uh Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, shit, he's out of lube. (laughs) And then they send a message through the netherworld to your doppelganger who appears with many options. (laughs) So it's like a ghost tag team. Yeah. So you got to get a ghost in your apartment. Tag team back again. Wow. I like If you it. don't have a ghost in your apartment, you'll never have a doppelganger show up when you need lubes or a jimmy or whatever. A jimmy? Yeah, like they call it in, in London town. <laughs> Wait, what? They call it. What's a jimmy? It's a condom. Those are, sp- jimmies are sprinkles. No. Yeah. Okay, maybe in America. And a gym, a jimmy, like, don't you jimmy a lock open? No, well, that, yes, words have more than one meaning, Courtney. <laughs> but in old London town, mate, uh, a jimmy, a jimmy hat is a condom. A jimmy hat? Yeah. Jimmy's hat? Yeah. J- oh. James's chapeau. That's vulgar. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say, like, there was a King James's, and he was just, like, getting real down and dirty. Constantly. And so he put the sheepskin on his dick, mm-hmm. and he's like, this is my hat now. Ha, ha, ha. Look. I'm, I'm Jimmy, and this is my hat for my dick. <laughs> and that's why they called him that. Cool. Into L- it. A little bit of a history lesson for you. Anyway, thank you, Space Cadet Matthew. Yeah. That's very cool. I hope you and your ghost buddy get all the lube that you need. Forever. Because it's 2018 and you deserve it. <laughs> I kind of, hey, Allison, it's kind of growing me on me. Me too. Okay. Uh, let's do, oh, let's do predictions. Okay. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Allison, what's it going to be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Let's talk about how many points we have, Allison. Okay. You have four points. Correct. I have three and a half. Yes. But uh-huh. I guessed doppelganger. You did guess doppelganger. So yeah. I think half a point. Yeah. I don't know the other thing I guessed. Probably didn't happen. Well, if you don't remember, you don't get the points. That's how it works. So now we're tied at four. Wow. 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 Wow.
<sighs> Allison. Uh-huh. Season 11, episode 4. Mm. The Lost Art of Forehead Sweat. Oh, boy. Is this a Darren Morgan episode? Um, I'm not too sure. Okay. But I can look that up. Well, it doesn't, it's not going to affect my prediction. Okay, good. Um, okay. I think, oh, God, I feel like this is going to have something to do with, like, pseudo-appropriated Japanese culture, and I'm not sure why. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. I just saw something about, like, the things that are called, like, the lost art of. Yeah. Like, the, like, uh, the lost art of bicycle maintenance and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I never heard about that. Yeah. Oh. Um... Well, I have no idea from that description, so let's just go with something that could be totally buck wild. Cool, I love it. There's a big monster. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a big monster, and uh, <laughs> it actually doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. Um, But it does hurt people, but it doesn't mean to. But it's an accident. Yeah, and then it, it, sends, it throws them lavish funerals. What? That you stumble upon in the woods. Oh, by the way, it is a Darren Morgan episode. Oh, shit. Cool. Okay, so there's like a Bigfoot-esque creature uh-huh. accidentally killing hikers and then throwing them lavish funerals in the woods. <laughs> but what's the forehead sweat? But who's sweating? It's like Mulder and Skelly are going on a spiritual retreat where they have to hike up the grouse grind. Okay. So that's a forehead sweat. Okay. So half point for physical, like, exercise. Okay. Like, someone goes on a really long hike. Okay. Or someone, like, is exercising. Yeah. Okay? And they're sweating because they get the forehead sweat. And then, what do you want the other point to be? A monster Big that... Bigfoot. Just Bigfoot? A big a Bigfoot type. You you don't want to do, like, a monster is killing accidentally? Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, if you want to do Bigfoot, no, 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 we'll no, no, do no, Bigfoot. No, accidental monster killing. Allison, if you... You deserve... You deserve a Bigfoot episode. <laughs> do you want a Bigfoot? Is it going to be Loop? Bigfoot definitely carries lube with him at all times. Okay, then I'll have Bigfoot. Okay. <laughs> if there's going to be lube. You gotta. You think he wears like a t-shirt? And then... Allison. Just a little free little... Allison. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to think about that from now on. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So half point for exercise on screen. Mm. Half point for Bigfoot. Okay. Do it. Let's do it. You know what? Uh, you know what it means if he has big feet, right? <laughs> a big Jimmy cap. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's a toadstool because he's Bigfoot. He lives in the forest. <laughs> that doesn't work as a prophylactic, my dude. No, you get it. You just dig out all the mushroom stuff on the Ew, inside. That's gross. It will come out when you. I have such a beautiful imagination. <laughs> What if it's the mushrooms get you high, though? Oh, shit. What do you think Bigfoot does use as a condom? <laughs> like a rabbit. Oh. Like a full, oh. just rabbit that he hollows out. And then keeps the ears on there just for a little, that's how you get to the G's. Yeah, that's why the rabbit vibrator was created. <laughs> God. They learned it from you, Bigfoot. Okay, Allison, Yeah, this is, oh. This is done. We are done. <laughs> Until next time, the truth, truth is, is out there. there. That poor rabbit. <laughs> or he likes it. It tickles. <laughs>